Yo. Yo, yo. What up, what up? Not much, not much. I guess we can get started right now. I'm Digga Jones. That's Two Gun Tony. And this is Digga and Two Guns News and Views. And. And. Who are we waiting on? Uh, We're waiting on Red. (laughs) How about what you call it? Um, Ronaldo. He's probably upset as shit right now. He's probably smoking and he's probably drinking because the Patriots just lost. Wow. So, and he takes football on the chin too. Shout out to Renato. <laughs> so, right now we're still keeping the holidays rolling. But before we get into the holidays, I want to talk about something I just read on the news. What's that? So, remember how a few weeks ago, ex-Jack and myself talked about the whole Omarion, um, April Jones, Lofiz situation? Mm-hmm. Did you see what just happened with that shit? She was with some other nigga now, right? That's doing some shit, right? Yeah, she was in a club with another dude, hugged up, kissed up, so on and so on. Now, at the end of the day, who's wrong in this situation? Is that karma coming back for Fizz or is April wrong? I mean, she's just a hoe. Because you know the saying, how you Mm. get them is how you lose them. Yeah. You know the old saying, can't turn a hoe into a housewife. Also, you know, another, you know, another key rule is you don't mess with the homies. Old chick, new chick, side chick, anything. Mm. So at the end of the day, you know, Who's the dumb one in this situation? Uh, Fizz. Okay, so basically Fizz knew she was a hoe. He took a chance and he got burned, right? <clears throat> Man, he took a chance and burnt him and the other two members of B2K. Oh, yeah. Um, no, not the other two. The other three. Well, Mario's still going to tour, but they ain't going on the tour with them. Oh, yeah, that's right. You know, there were two other people. I got you. So, I'm like, fuck all y'all niggas. (laughs) Basically, instead of chasing the, you know, bag, he chased a bitch, ended up Mm -hmm. losing the bag and the bitch. Right. I don't know know how many people going to a Lil Fizz concert. No, not at all. (laughs) There was this little meme on, um, what's it called, on IG. A couple of days ago, it's like Lil Fizz and April performing at you know at their own concert, <laughs> and it was like this you know it was these two white rappers wearing Tupac shirts, right? Oh, I seen that. Did you see that video with the two white yeah. rappers wearing the Tupac shirt and Derek? Yeah. One guy was like extremely flamboyant as fuck, extremely like gyrating and dancing. I'm like, what the hell? Like I saw that shit and it made me laugh. But maybe Lil Fizz, he can like clean the tour bus or something. Maybe. You know. Maybe if he grow his hair back, somebody can come to a show. <laughs> Not even that, dog. It's just like nobody's booking Lil Fizz. No. Nobody's booking April Jones. How, how, like, one maybe, thing. Maybe, you know, if they could do like club appearances because they're on the show, but actual music, what, what, what does he have? But one thing that actually made me laugh is. How the hell do you get fired from Hollywood Unlocked? What is that? Hollywood Unlocked is um, it's like a, it's like a media takeout, like a 
um, world star like a okay, TMZ. Bossip. Oh yeah, you know, it's gossip, gossip. You know, just these mm-hmm. gossip pages. You cannot get fired from a gossip page, no matter how hard you try. And I, I mean, if you can get fired from gossip, Wendy Williams would have been out the business a long time ago. <laughs> Charlemagne and the Be- Breakfast Club would have been out of business a long time ago. Like. To get fired from something like that, where your only job is just to be messy, mm-hmm. that takes talent to get fired for some shit like that. Yeah, a whole lot of skill would be nothing. A whole lot of skill would be nothing. But um, <laughs> one thing I wanted to talk to you about, which you didn't answer the phone on Friday, is how many times do we use the word classic with Fat Joe? Mm. What you mean? Consider talking about his music? Yeah, his music in general. Um, well, Fat Joe to me got a lot of classic shit. But if I told you that he released a CD that was just short of a classic, would you believe me? Yeah. So he released a CD with Dre on Friday. Mm-hmm. Right. It's called Family Ties. Now, not only did it remind me of the you know Flow Joe, Fat Joe. Hmm. He bought back the street element. The songs were great. The beat selections were incredible. The CD was about 40 minutes long, right? Fat Joe the Gangster. Yeah, back to Fat Joe the Gangster era. For those who don't know <clears throat> Fat Joe the Gangster era, that's like the early 90s. Yeah, he even had a little cartoon character of himself. Yeah, this is back when he found Big Pun. Mm-hmm. Or before. Yeah. No, um, he found Big Pun on um, Jealous One's Envy. Okay. So um, this is, yeah, a little before he found, um, what's it called? Big Button. Yeah, mm-hmm. like I said, the Flojo era. Mm, what was the name of that first Fat Joe CD? Uh, it, the first CD was Fat Joe the Gangster. Oh, that was the name of it? Yeah. Okay. Fat Joe the Gangster was the first one. Second one was Jealous One's Envy. Mm-hmm. Oh, God. Third one was Don Cartagena. Yep. And you know the rest is history from pun because jealous one still wouldn't be followed after Don Cartagena. Mm-hmm. So, oh, actually, no, a Terror Squad CD was in between those. Yeah, because the first Terror Squad CD went wood. I don't think I think it did a little something. No, nah, I, I don't think it was certified by RIAA. Okay, I know I bought it. I got it, but yeah. um. I- getting back to it, like, Fat Joe is one of those veterans who's been in the game for over you know, 20 plus years and Mm. still making relevant music. So, Friday morning, because I think I called you Friday also, I did. Yeah. I called you Friday also, and I'm like, Two Gun, you gotta listen to this. This is a classic. Well, not classic, it's short of a classic. Mm. I'll explain why in a minute. But I was just trying to tell you, yo, this CD's a little short of a classic. But, um, what ended up happening is you didn't answer the phone. Yeah. So, but let me explain why this CD is short of a classic. Because, like I said, 11 songs, not too long, right? Mm-hmm. The only thing that's really bad about this CD is A, it's a co CD, well, a collaboration CD with Dre. Mm-hmm. Is Dre rapping or just doing the production? He's rapping and singing. I mean, Dre can actually rap. He can. Mm hmm. Red said, give him 15 minutes. Okay. All right, hold on, hold on, hold on. And hold on, let me... 
Shit, you want to just call back in like 10? That way we won't have to do too much. Uh... Nah, because now with um, Anchor, you can just go back and um, send a request back. You know what I mean? Okay. So remember how they took that function away? Mm-hmm. You can do that now. Okay. But um, what was I saying? Oh, Dre. The thing about Dre is, you know, let's just say it was just a Joe album, right? Mm-hmm. If it was just Joe by himself, Joey was spitting. Joey was hitting bars. Joey was, you know, on point with everything. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And then when Dre gets in the song, Dre's not the best rapper. Mm-hmm. His voice is not the best for singing. He's not bad, though. Oh, no, he's not bad. I'm not, I'm not saying he's ass by any means. But, you know, there are some songs that you listen to and it's just like, uh, okay, this song would have been dope without Dre. Like the track mm-hmm. with Remy. Mm-hmm. Dope. The track that had Eminem and Mary J. Blige. Dope. Is there anybody from Terror Squad on the album? Just Remy. Okay. So, and another thing where the album fell short was there's a Lil Wayne feature on there. Mm-hmm. And we all know Wayne recently hasn't been, you know, top tier Wayne. Mm, yeah, he's just doing whatever he wants to do. Like, I think the lean has messed Wayne up so bad that his rhymes mm-hmm. aren't making sense. He sounds very, very nonsensical and lazy. Mm-hmm. And speaking of Wayne, have you seen how this dude looks lately? Yeah. You got a mess. We got to realize Wayne's as old as we are. Mm-hmm. Like, we're both 37. He's 37, yeah. right? I believe so. Yo, this nigga looks like he's, like... 80. 50-something. <laughs> and the thing about it is, you know... I'm not in the best shape right now. Right? Mm. But at least I look my age or younger. Mm. Like, Wayne, he's not taking care of himself. He's not taking care of his hair. Like, who is this guy? Yeah, that's what I want to know. So, but just to let y'all know, you know, we started out as a music-based show. We, you know, we can dip and dab in it anytime we want. So, for y'all who don't really listen to Fat Joe, I wouldn't say that this CD is the greatest introduction of Fat Joe, but it's easily in the top three for you to listen to. I mean, any Fat Joe album is a good introduction, to be honest. Ugh. No, 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 no. Because when you get to, like, the Loyalty album, those that's... I like the Loyalty album. I would say the Loyalty album is strictly for Fat Joe fans. The All or Nothing album is strictly for Fat Joe fans. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, but that's, like, some of his most popular stuff is off there. Like, Elephant in the Room, strictly for Fat Joe fans. Me, myself, mm-hmm. and I. I mean... But Fat Joe's albums are kind of strictly for Fat Joe fans, or strictly for straight up hip hop fans. No, what I'm saying, like, if you want to get an introduction to Fat Joe, mm-hmm. start with the Don Cartagena album because that's the most commercial album he's ever released. Cause... I would say uh, Jealous One Still Envy. Oh, Jose, one. yeah, because um, the track What's Love and shit, and we club. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know what? You're right. Okay, even so... um, loyalty. Loyalty wasn't that good of a, you know, like Loyalty didn't have any radio singles, any hits. It did. With with, with single. Um. Uh, uh, what's the name of that song? Hold on, let me grab out. So much more. 
Was that on loyalty or was that on all or nothing? No, that was on all or nothing. Okay. What was on loyalty? Nothing. La da 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 da. Alright, hold on. I don't care about nothing else. My hold on. Let me let me look that up for you while you know. Now loyalty has some shit. Loyalty had the track bust at you with um baby and um Scarface. That was and the song with Armageddon and Dre. I mean Tony Sunshine. Yeah. Uh what's the name of that song? Hold on, I'm pulling up the album right now as we speak. Okay, so the album started with Take a Look at My Life, which was a dope track. Uh-huh. TSP's It's Nothing, Turn Me On, Born in the Ghetto, Crush Tonight. Yeah, the track was genuine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there was a video for that shit. And what's the one with um Tony Sunshine and, and either Remy or Armageddon? Oh, you're talking about TSP's. That's the one with Tony Sunshine and um what's it called? What's it called? Um, no, no that one. Oh, you're talking about the track It's Nothing? Uh, oh no! The song uh, "All I Need" is what you're talking about. Yeah, they had a video yeah. too. Yeah, yeah, you're right. I'm wrong. Fuck it. Yeah, like I said, any Fat Joe album could be an introduction. Okay, yeah, I see that. Because Fat Joe was one of the main reasons. Why... There you go. Somebody came on. I think. Oh, I don't see nobody. It just says talk. It just says you, nigga. I thought I heard something, but yeah, Fat Joe was like brought. He was like one of the first New York dudes to start rapping over from Southern producers. Yeah. Yeah. Because... And actually make good, good, good songs and not sound like he was trying to sound like he was like Southern. Yeah. It's funny because Ronaldo laughed the other day because I said, Bad Joe's in my top 15. Yeah. Easily. No doubt. And the thing about Fat Joe is I remember when No Limit was, you know, at the tippy, tippy top. Mm-hmm. The first time that, you know, because I've always listened to Fat Joe, I've always watched the videos, but the first time that I actually had a CD with Fat Joe on it that made me dig in the crates was he was on Mia X's Mama Drama album mm-hmm. on a song, What's Your Point? And the way he ripped the track, I was like, yo, this kid is kind of nice. And I remember later on that day watching a Don Cartagena video, right? Because mm-hmm. I just thought he was a weirdo. Because remember in the big pun, um, I don't want to be a player video. Fat Joe just looked, you know, like mad goofy. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, man, this kid's a clown. But when I started listening to his music, I started digging in the crates. I bought the Don Cartagena album like later on, right? Mm-hmm. And there was not a bad song on that album. Not one dub. What year, what year did Mama Drama come out? 98. So you don't remember um, I Shot Your Remix with him, Prodigy, Foxy, and Keith Larry? I No, see, that's another person who I had to dig in the crates with was LL because I've always had, you know, listened mm-hmm. to the hits, whatever or not. But the first time I actually heard, you know, Who Shot Your Remix was like almost 10 years later. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. Because remember, I told you on the show that I got into LL late. Yeah. So, I figured you would have heard that just because it was, you know, it was a big video I had a lot of video play. No, because, I mean, Fat Joe used to be visible in everybody's video, but I never heard mm. anything from him. Yeah. So the first time that I really, really... He was putting it, the half part of Rayquan's head. Say what? I said he was putting the half moon part in Rayquan's head in the Carcerated Scarfaces. Yeah, I remember that. <laughs> no, but um, what's it called? I remember, you know, 
by you know listening to the Don Cartagena album first because I mean I borrowed a lot of CDs and tapes, mm. <laughs> but you know I borrowed it. I didn't buy it until like maybe five years after it's it was released. Mm. But I remember you know, and when I was in Job Corps, there was a guy named um God, what was his name? Aos. Mm. His name his real name was Rodney, but we called him Aos, little Puerto Rican kid. Mm. And you know, Don Cartagena used to be one of our nighttime go to sleep CDs. You know what I mean? Mm. But, you know, that's when I started digging into Fat Joe. And then on top of that, you know, he released Jealous One, Still Envy. Then he released Loyalty, like, nine months later. Mm. And he stayed consistent, consistent, consistent. Fat Joe's one of those artists who, you know, even when he sells out, he did it hard. Like mm-hmm. the song, um, what's it, you know, Make It Rain. Mm was the closest thing he got to, you know, selling out, and he still stayed Joe. Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, he wasn't really selling out. That was just that time period. Like, that was the closest thing he got to a crunk beat, you know what I mean? Which was very popular at the time. Lil Wayne was insanely popular at the time. And, you know, he got both of them on the... Well, he got that on um, him on the track, and then on top of that, remember the remix... To make it rain? Yeah, it was him, T.I., R. Kelly. Oh, God, somebody else. Was it Jimmy? Oh, God, it was somebody else. I don't really remember the remix too much. As a matter of fact, the remix, I always um, skip past R. Kelly's verse because he had the first verse. Mm-hmm. So, hold on. Yeah, stop skipping past R. Kelly a long time ago. I still listen to his old shit, though. Shout out to R. Kelly. Yeah, we talked about R. Kelly on the last show, dog. Oh, really? Yeah. And so this kid, Juice World just died. Juice World, yeah. And the funny thing about it is, you know, I was listening to a song on Satellite Radio the other day. Um, what's it called? Lucid Dreams. Mm. And when I heard it, I was like, yo, this kid sounds like he has problems because he was just like, you know, I take prescription pills, something like to like free the pain, whatever or whatnot, right? His music ain't for, like, I didn't like his music. He's, like I said, he just sounded mad depressed. And he sounded like those rock and roll kids who paint the nails black and cut themselves. Yeah. The goth kids. And the way, the way he kind of had that Song with the sting sample that Nas has the most classic song of kind of made me right. angry. Um, God, what's the name of that sting track? Doo, 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 doo. Shape of My Heart, mm-hmm. and it's the message by Nas, right? Where, where has the illest intro of any song? The illest first verse, no, it says fake. Fake thug, fake thug, no love, you catch a slug. See before Gusto. Oh, man. Fake thugs and Gusto. For those who haven't seen <laughs> See before, we need to do another damn, what's it called, hood movie classics. Uh-huh. See before deserves to be on everybody's hood movie list. I got a question I never asked you before. What's that? When it comes to a song just coming on, like, the first five seconds and it has like a little instrumental on the front like what's the your favorite song that just starts off with like a tiny little instrumental on the front? hold on let me think like a sample a sample you tell me yours and i'll think about mine when um we gonna make it by jada kiss 
Fuck the frail shit. Uh. Not the verse, the little instrumental part. Yeah. And does it have to be a sampled instrumental? Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, or, or anything. Just you know a what? little something in the front. You know what? Mine's is a Jadakiss song also, and it came out this year. What? It's a Jadakiss song called Me. Me. Yeah. Have you ever heard it? Maybe. All right. Hold on. Hold on. Let me get my other phone and just. Because, um, um, what's it called? It has a Peebo Bryson sample in the beginning. Mm. And, you, like, if you don't listen, if you never listen to Peebo Bryson, you would have never guessed it was the Peebo Bryson sample. You know that? Mm. Shout out to Peebo Some, Bryson. Like, I've always been a person who loves sampled music. Right, you know, that's hip hop, break beats, and everything. It's just something about we gonna make it when it starts. It just you just know it's gonna be something special. All right, hold on. Here we go. Yeah. Yeah. That type of shit. Yeah, I heard that before. They got they got uh, people biting sounding like Bobby Cadwell. Yeah, <laughs> like it's so funny because the first time I heard that song, I thought I, you know I was just like I've heard this before, but where the fuck did mm-hmm. I hear this? Because they spent the people sample so much, it sounded almost like Roberta Flack. <laughs> mm-hmm. So I was just like, you know, where the fuck did I hear this before? And you know, what's the most popular Bobby Cadwell song? Oh. What you won't do for love? Yeah, I had to think of it for a second. He got another one too. Oh, there are times. Yep. When you need, yeah. And um, shout out to Bobby. Bobby Cod- I bet he fucked a lot of people's mothers back in the day. Yeah, and Bobby Codwell also has a song called "My Flame" that Biggie sampled for "Sky's the Limit." Uh-huh. Like Bobby- doom, doom doom. Like a lot of people don't know, man. Like I didn't know Bobby Codwell was white. Yeah, a lot of people didn't know that. I know he was white until like later on, you know, when I was watching um like VH1, right? And you know mm-hmm. how VH1 be showing um, the old VH1 now, not new VH1. Yeah, when they actually showed videos, yeah. pop up video. Like when the old VH1, it, it was actually matter of fact, pop up video, right? And I remember mm-hmm. hearing the do 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 do. I was like, mm-hmm. oh shit. And then, you know, they showed him at the piano. I'm just like, this nigga's white? What does VH1 stand for now? Um, it can't stand for Video Hits 1 because they don't show yeah. videos. <laughs> like, like, really? MTV's music television and they don't show music. Yeah. Shout out to um, MTV2. Mm-hmm. MTV Jams. MTV Jams is my shit. I, you know, that's one of the only reasons to keep cable. Mm-hmm. I'm dead serious. Well, you got you got YouTube for that now. Oh no, actually, I have um, this channel called Philo. It's you know, cable without cable. Mm. So you know, I cut the cord on cable a long time ago. Have you checked out the Mandalorian? You know what? Everybody keeps on talking about it. I see this baby Yoda nigga everywhere, but I have not. Yeah, 
I've been watching it since the first episode. The Baby Yoda is just a plus, but the show is actually good as hell. And that's what everybody keeps on saying. Everybody's like, look, if you've never seen Star Wars, start with The Mandalorian. Then go to episode one. There you go. Yo. Hey. Hey, better late than never, man. Better late than never. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, we are introducing... Returning guest Red Skywalker to the show. How y'all doing? So we're in the middle of talking about the Mandalorian. I've never seen it. Um, <laughs> I you gotta watch it. Yeah, I have Disney Plus. Uh, you know, and I just uh, you have Disney Plus and you haven't watched it. You know, it's, it's too good. It's been a very. Uh, I mean, since the last time y'all spoke to me, it's been a. It's been a. I've been busy. You know. Too gun. I have yeah. Disney Plus. And Even if you need to take a forty-five minute shit just to watch it, <laughs> watch it. Like I have Disney Plus and I haven't watched The Mandalorian. That show is good. Like, are you a Star Wars fan? Me, uh, yes. Now let me let me explain my fandom uh, of Star Wars. Uh, I wouldn't say I'm a hardcore fan because you know, um, like like the first uh, original three series. I'm a fan of that. Uh, and then I, I caught a couple of the other ones. I haven't. I gotta go back and revisit. Um, uh, not return. What, what was the second one? Return of the Sith. The prequels. Yeah, I got the prequels. I gotta go back and yeah, revisit that one. And I uh, own Revenge of the Sith. I own the um, all the other Star Wars movies, but I haven't watched them yet. Okay. This, if you've never seen Star Wars, it does not matter. Okay. It has nothing about Jedi, Sith, nothing about any of that. It's really like if Star Wars was made in the early 80s. Okay. And it, and it was about, you know, you remember Boba Fett, right? Yeah. yeah. It's about his people. Well, Boba Fett wasn't a Mandalorian, but it's about those bounty hunters. Okay. One in particular. So all it is is just about him. It focuses on him. And it's like a western. All right, I'm gonna. Right. It's like I'm a, gonna check it out. It's like a, it's like a real shoot 'em up, you know, lonesome type thing. If you've never seen Star Wars, it does not even matter. You don't have to like Star Wars to like The Mandalorian. All right, all right. You know, you don't have to know anything about Star Wars to like The Mandalorian. And they. And they have a little tiny little baby Yoda. A word. I'm gonna check that out then. Yeah, that's just reason enough to watch it. Too good. I think what? when me and Red went to go see um what's it called? Episode one. Mm-hmm. That shit was so tragic. <laughs> yeah, that was one of the I actually liked it. I, well, episode one as a movie in itself was um it was alright, but like when you think about everything else that kinda came before it. Uh, obviously, you can see, you can tell why it was a disappointment to most folks. Um, but I thought it was okay. I think, really, for 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 me, I think the story about you know the time we went to go see episode one was better than the actual movie itself. Right. <laughs> so, two guys, let me let me peep you in on you know what happened right before we went to go see episode one. Uh-huh. So. That was in what ninety nine? Ninety nine, yeah. Damn, boy, we yep. 
we are old as shit. That was 20 years ago, dog. This is, I know I was like 17. So let me tell you the let me tell you the story, and you know, Red chime in anytime. So our friend Adam, this was like the last day of school, as a matter of fact. Mm-hmm. And our homeboy Adam was dating this girl named Stephanie, right? So Adam said, you know what? Why don't we just go to the movies tonight and we can go on a triple date? I'll go with Stephanie. Digga, you can go with, you know, Julie, which we'll explain Julie in a minute before we go into the story. You can go with Julie and Red. Julie has a friend that's in town from North Carolina named Dolores. Now, let me add a sidebar on the story. Julie was somebody that we all worked with at Fazoli's, right? Julie's head was not there. Wow. Like, you know how everybody lacks, you know, some things? Mm-hmm. She lacked common sense. Wow. But it was one of them situations to where, like, you you knew that she, her head wasn't there because she took medicine for that shit. <laughs> oh, wow. Wait, the whole house took medicine. And you wanted to go with her because... We didn't know her at the time. I didn't work, in, I didn't work at Fazoli's until later. Okay. So I didn't know her time. I'm just like, blind date, cool. I'm single. Yo. Yeah, this, this shit's going to work. To add on to that, yo, this was like our first interaction with her. Like it was, Our very was, first it, interaction with yeah, her. Yeah, this was the first time I've ever met her. Was she cute, though? I mean, we'll Dolores was bad. I mean, we'll get there. <laughs> so, like, it's anticipation on the way there. So, you know, you know how niggas are. We had questions like, uh-huh. yo. So you know what Julie looks like? I don't say, yeah, yeah, yeah. She works at Fazoli's. You don't remember her? I'm like, nah. Because when I went to Fazoli's, I never went to, you know, scope bitches. Mm-hmm. I just went because Adam said we can get free food from his girlfriend there. So, yeah. and, you know, he was just like, no, Mark, don't ask about Dolor- um, Dolores because I don't know what she looks like. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it took about, you know, 15, 20 minutes to get to, you know, their house. So this is... This is one of the most fucked up stories ever. We went to McDonald's first. We ordered nuggets and fries, right? So we're eating for a little bit because he's like, you know, Julie's family's cooking. I don't know how their cooking is, so let's just get something in our stomach just in case we don't like it. So we're eating, you know, the nuggets and everything. And I don't know what the fuck we did this for. But me, Mark, and Adam, we had large fries, three large fries, and we just dumped the fries on the ground and walked out. Wow. Like, do you remember that, Red? Kind of. And what was the purpose of dumping out the fries? We just did it. There was no rhyme or reason. That's the reason for everything. I just don't think we remember what the reason is now. But but, but, But not to cut you off, to kind of speed up the story a little bit, I remember we did all that and Steven was with us too. Steven is yes, old girl's brother. Um, Stephanie's brother. Stephanie's brother. Stephanie, the one Adam was talking to, her brother. Steven was with us too. And then I remember we went to their house. And first off, when we went to the house, we found out that their dog was racist. Um, <laughs> yeah. She had a racist dog. So we, we did. It was the first. What kind of dog was it? I don't even know. That motherfucker was in the backyard by the, by the, the glass. Adam walked up to the glass, and the dog just started licking the glass. Licking like, the glass. oh, man, I love this dude. And Adam's wife, y'all don't know. Um, 
And then Digger walk up to the glass, and that dog was like, it, I'm, I'm, I swear to God, this dog was bred in probably the 1940s or 1950s. <laughs> you know, and and uh, and somewhere in Alabama, like. Maybe he came from a long lineage of riches, though. Probably. Maybe. <laughs> like, yeah, you see this picture right here? Yeah, that's my, uh, that's, that's my great-granddad right there biting Martin Luther King's ass right there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, the dog was, was, was straight up racist. So, anyways, we was eating. We were sitting at the table right before we left because we were going to pick the checks up. And I ain't going to lie, Dolores, he, he came out and she was looking kind of... She was looking kind of bad. And I was like, okay. Okay, let me let me yeah. explain to you though what Dolores looked like. Dolores had an island vibe, like mm-hmm. a prettier Rihanna vibe. No, no, no. Dolores was Ooh. she was she was still kind of light. She was, I remember she was she was light. Um she was white with a tan, dark hair, white with a tan. Olive complexion. Uh yeah, dark um dark hair. Um very cute, almost like a uh, a Sandra Bullock type type cute, if, if that makes sense. Yeah, you know what I mean. But she had a body on her though. You know, like Sandra, Sandra yeah, Bullock, like Sandra Bullock. Scared shit, but like but Sandra Bullock, I wouldn't use Sandra Bullock because when I see Sandra Bullock, I don't want to fuck Sandra Bullock. She's just adorable. Yeah, Dolores was adorable. Okay, well, but she was adorable uh, with a body. I mean. <laughs> Does anybody have contact with her now? No. <laughs> wow. <laughs> oh, there's reasons for that, but we're gonna move on. So we end up, oh, we end up going going to the house with the racist dog. The fucking parents are crazy as shit. We're sitting at the table, and like we already ate, and like and they was like, oh well, come on in. And now, mind you, we're we're in this what feels like I can say it now, even though we didn't know it back then. What well, feels like a get out situation. Yep. <laughs> We're at this, this these white folks' table enjoying the family dinner. And I'm like, yo, how the fuck did we get roped into this? And like the grandma who's Oh my god, brittle, the grandmother. The grandmother who was brittle as fuck with a hump in her back just kept pouring food on my plate. And I was like, nah, I'm good. And I don't know if she was like Italian or whatever the fuck, but she would not let me say no. She was Polish. Um, that family was Polish. Oh yeah, Polish. Polish. Yeah. Wow. What was her name? Shapchi. No. Spurna. Spurna. Yeah. Spurna. We don't mean to shut you out like that on the on the radio. But sorry about that, Julie. But anyways, we were sitting there. She kept putting food on my plate, and I wasn't having it. Luckily enough, I was sitting next to a trash can. So as she was putting the food on my plate, and I was like acting like I was eating it. You know, you remember the episode of Martin when Martin thought that Gina was trying to poison him and then he uh, act like he ate the meat and he really threw that shit across the room? Yeah, I was throwing that shit in there. What kind of food, what kind of food was it? It was some kind of like... It was meatballs. Like some kind of meatballs. Yeah, some shit like that. I was like, what the fuck? Yeah. It, was, it was meatballs, was it, pierogies. Um, was it nasty? Yeah. Mm. Well, well, two guns, you gotta remember. He's a... Uh, this this family was a bit Caucasian, you know. Nothing against the Caucasian folks. Yeah, you know they're supposed to be Polish. Polish sausage is good. It I is, know, but, but whoever was in the kitchen, they didn't. There was no ancestry in the kitchen for that shit. Okay, <laughs> that shit was seasoned with that shit. That shit was seasoned with water and air. 
like <laughs> maybe maybe the other animal y'all were eating. Well, I don't know but, what it was, but the, maybe the other three black guys that came two weeks ago. <laughs> <laughs> the service that they fed to the dogs. Didn't take it out. So yeah. we did that, and we got the bones and ate uh, meatballs. We was eating, <laughs> and we had met these chicks, and I was like, "Yo, what the fuck are we in?" And then the sister came downstairs, they're yelling at each other and fighting. Hey, you gotta mind, you, you gotta, you gotta remember, this is still like ninety nine. So like, uh, so like, we wasn't still used to like white people have like the arguments and stuff amongst each other, you know. No, and cussing out their parents and shit. Yeah, we wouldn't use all that. Still, yeah, that should be. <laughs> oh, crazy. hold on. Let me let, hold on. That should make before, you nervous. Before we get to Star Wars, this is how the argument went. Lauren, which is the youngest sister, comes downstairs and starts yelling at Anna, who's the middle sister. Mm-hmm. And out of nowhere, the dad just says, "Well, y'all shut the fuck up." And Lauren says, "You shut the fuck up." And we're like, "Whoa!" Now, mind you. This is the first time we met these motherfuckers. Ever. Ever. And I was like, damn, they have they really have no etiquette for guests. Okay. I mean, I oh, wait. And, and Lauren was like, Julie, who's all these people? They're my friends. I got upstairs. Yeah, it was like wow. It was wild. And I was like, yo, like this is really um this is really weird right here. Oh, one of the first things that Julie asked me to do was we went upstairs and they were like listening to like some TLC song and they're like, hey, why don't y'all put on dresses and do the songs for us? Yep. We're like, what? what? Nope. Look. Did we do it though? No. Hell no. I kept, I kept my fucking Cordell Stewart jersey on. Shout out to Cordell Stewart. Cordell Stewart. Yeah, but, but going on, we get there like mad early. The movie doesn't start until like 9.30. We're there at like 6.45. And mind you, I want to say this. Mind you, it was me, Adam, Daniel, Steven, and then we added Julie, Dolores, and Stephanie. Y'all all were in one car? All in one motherfucker. All car. of us were in one car. <laughs> Uh, whoever sat behind Daniel was <laughs> that would be me. No, Steven sat behind me. Yo, Dolores was sitting on my lap though. Shout out to Dolores one more time. Yeah, Steven. All right, this is how the, the only two people that rode in the car comfortably had to be me and Adam. Because what kind of car was it? What kind of car? Was, the green bean was an Oldsmobile. Yeah. Okay, so it had a little room in it. No, there was no room in this shit. <laughs> like remember the Oldsmobile compact um you know compact coupe what was that called uh, it was like a 1970 something Oldsmobile no nah, no nah, this was it was a it was a mid 80s oh was it yeah 70 was 70 was too uh too old it was mid 80s or some shit but was it like kind of round no nah, it was it was square it was square <laughs> oh, wow. it was square box and that motherfucker was so loud that you can hear that motherfucker coming from two blocks away. Wow. I'm surprised y'all didn't get arrested that night. Uh, I mean, you gotta remember, it's also back in the 90s. They didn't give a fuck about that kind of stuff. But that was like one of them, that was like one of them shits. It's like when the when the car used to come up, uh, like it, it, like literally the car could, was, was like half a mile down the road and we could hear it. 
And it was like, yeah. all right, mom, yeah. Adam's coming. <laughs> so we're yeah, okay. All right, I need y'all to Google this, all right? It's called the Oldsmobile Achiever. Yeah, I know what that is. I know exactly. Yeah, that's exactly what it was. So continue the story. All right, so we, continue we go the to the story. movie. So, uh, we go to the oh, movie theater ahead. and buy the tickets, right? But the, the movie doesn't start for a little while. So we go to where do we go? Kmart. We went to Kmart to wait. This was the Oakbrook movie theater. Yeah. Uh huh. We went to Kmart, and now we're in Kmart. I'm sure. I'm sure Digger went in Radio Shack at some point. <laughs> no, nah, there was actually. Um, no, there was there wasn't a radio shack there, but we were in the Kmart, and then we started like what did we started doing, and then the security we were, trying to come up on us. No, we we were playing in the toy section, and we put on yeah. cowboy hats, act like we were in a wild wild west, yeah. which was another movie that was out at that time. Thanks. Stupid ass yeah. wild west. So we went out there, and we were playing around the toy section. We were playing around the toy section and shit. And then, like, security kept following us. And then we end up leaving uh, because security was, was uh, messing around with us. And then we get to the movie theater when the movie started. And this is the part of the night that I remember. No, wait, hold on. Before we get to the movie theater, we're walking back to the theater, right? And there was this drunk guy trying to stop Mark. Mm. He was just like, that's the part. Was, that was the part that I was. Uh, oh no! no oh no, good. No, no, you're right. All right. So the drunk guy. Yeah, there was a drunk guy like putting his hands on Mark. Like stop, stop. And Mark was the funniest person ever. Mark said, "Like if you don't get your motherfucking hands off me, you don't know me. Get your dusty ass off." But like, the was, guy was. I was just walking. I don't. We don't even know where the guy came from. Like, and I wasn't even like in his way. Like and the funny thing about Red is when Red's roasting you, you can't help but laugh. Like Red will roast the shit out of you, yeah. and all you can do is laugh. I wasn't shit back then, and that's how Mark works. Like, man, get your dirty ass hands off me! You smell like shit. Just <laughs> it was terrible. All right, so two guns. This is the part of the of the story that makes this night rememberable. Okay. Yep. And I'm going to tell this part, Digger. So we go to the movie theater, right? We have our tickets, mm-hmm. and we're in line. And there's some cocky dudes in front of us, and they're just being stupid. And I don't know what happened, but these motherfuckers try to square up with us. And, and I'm like, yo, we kind of deep here. And it's like three of them, there's four of us, just guys and plus three women. The women are trying to break it up. We're like, no, fuck that up. Fuck that. So they try to square up. And then all of a sudden, all of a sudden, the Dolores chick is like, you know what? I got this. And then she walks up to the dudes and said, hold on, can I talk to you for a second? And then something happened. And then they disappear for like, what, a minute or two? Yeah. And then they come back and the dude was like, yo, I'm good. I was like, hold up. Did this bitch just suck his dick to get us out of a fight? <laughs> I, That's what I was thinking. I think that she just gave this dude some mouth to get us out of a fight. <laughs> shout out to her. I mean, I mean, shout out to her for real, but I was like, did, did that just happen? Because I just went around that, like, hold up. 
And you know what? That changed my mind for the rest of the night because I was going to share my soda with the bitch. And I was like, nope. <laughs> Not going to do that. Can't do that. Not anymore. Yeah. You're going to have to buy your own drink, bitch. you have to buy your own drink. And let me tell you what was so mad weird now. I said I would get back to Julie, right? Julie reminded me of, um, shit, what's, um, remember that um, scientist and Phineas and Ferb? Mm-hmm. That's who she looked like. Very spastic. I mean, she was, not well. She was cuter than that. She just looked crazy because of the meds, y'all. Nah, she, she reminded me of that doctor of Phineas and Ferb. So, Julie was trying her best to flirt with me because the seating arrangement was I was at the end, Julie was next, mm. then Dolores, then Mark. Then Adam, then Stephanie, and Stephen was at the other end, right? So Julie's eating these Twizzlers. Now, I suffer from um, misophoma, which is I cannot stand hearing people eat certain things. Mm, That's a thing? That is a thing. Yes, it is. Wow. So she was just like, so you want to share some Twizzlers with me? And she's like pulling them in and out of her mouth. I'm like, no, thanks. I'm good. Okay, I got a question for you. Go ahead. So you can't stand to hear people eat things? Certain things. Oh, okay. You know where I was going after that. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know where you were going with that. You know, certain other things, they aren't technically getting eaten, but there's a lot of sound. No, see, that doesn't bother me. <laughs> okay, no, but just, just wondering. Have you ever heard somebody eat like... <laughs> I can't stand that. That's... That, that's... Yeah, like that pisses, <laughs> like shit, like that pisses me off. Like I can't sit, I can't sit around certain people who eat. Like, for instance, when my son eats, my son makes this noise that I cannot tolerate. So, like when he and I eat, if he's at the house, he's sitting all the way over there, and I'm sitting all the way over here, like because he just makes this certain noise. That's interesting. I can't stand so, it. so, so, digger. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna ask the question. I probably I'm gonna ask you to uh to uh is that your only pet peeve? And I have a lot of pet peeves. Give me at least one like, more. My biggest pet peeve is if I'm driving and somebody turns down my music to talk to me. Okay. Uh it depends on what's going on. You know, black folk got to turn their music down so they can see better. <laughs> yeah, it's just a. No, I, t- hey, I turn my music down when I like, like if I'm a, if I'm in like a a stretch of driving, mm-hmm. and I gotta concentrate, and I know I gotta weave, do a couple of lanes. I turn my music down. <laughs> yeah, no, nah, but um, like when it comes to pet peeves, like I don't have many, but the ones I do have annoys everybody else. Mm-hmm. I got a like, lot of pet peeves. For instance, I had this I, I had this one ex you know, I had this one ex girlfriend. Anytime I was driving, she would just turn it down and be like, Hey, such and such, such and such that would just look at her and just like Oh yeah, I don't okay, like that's that. That's something either. different. Like you had to explain that right. Okay. okay. That is a pet peeve of mine right there. Like, if you just tap me and say, Hey, can you turn that down for a second? I wanna say something. That's cool. Mm-hmm. But like even when um what's it called? Like even like when we went on road trips and everything, if you got to go to the bathroom, just you know, yo, hey, look, next rest, you know, rest area. Mm. Don't turn my shit down and start a full blown conversation. 
Yeah, I don't like when people turn anything down. That's mine. Yeah, like, that makes sense. I'll, and even when I'm in a car and like driving in a car, it really shouldn't be too much conversation, even if the right music is right. Like, like if you play some more whack shit, I'm gonna try to talk over it anyway. Right. Like, and the thing about it is, you know, there was was one chick because you know. My car has, you know, one sub, pretty loud, right? Mm. And I'm, we're sitting there going, you know, to the spot, going, you know, somewhere, and you turn that shit down, just like it's too loud. You know what you were getting into when you hopped into my car? Yeah. Uh, like I, I got a rule: you can't turn the music down. Like if I'm trying to stunt, you can't turn the music down when we roll up into the parking lot where we at. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> I got to stunt. You know what I mean? Yo, 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 guns. What, what's one of your pet peeves? Uh, let me see. A big, big pet peeve. Like I just got so many little shit that anno- everything annoys yeah. me at yeah, some point. Okay. You know, like like kids making noise annoys me. Yeah. Uh, people who hit on you when they talking too much annoys me. Yeah. Um, people. Like, you know, people talking and they just keep constantly hitting you on the yeah. shoulder. That annoys me. Um, when niggas got long fingernails and they dap you up mad hard, that's like the worst thing. Um, the, 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 the dap up and the, 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 the half hug niggas that hold it for like four or five minutes, that, that, that annoys me. <clears throat> what else? Just, it's, you know, it's just be weird shit. Yeah. Yo, I got you know, just do it's just too much. I got a I got a strange one that annoys me a lot. Like I hate when people yawn and talk at the same time. Oh yeah. Yo, that that really annoys me, yo. I hate when people hit the brakes, then the blink. <laughs> that shit annoys me. <laughs> Like, that's one of the worst things in the world. I hate people who drive in the right lane the whole way to somewhere. That yep. shit annoys me. Uh, let's see, let's see. I hate I hate people who play the wackest song and have sing it with so much passion. I, that annoys me. You know, there's one thing that I do hate. It's just like, you know, you see them females who, like, do them little... Instagram videos and they're singing a song mm-hmm. and then they're singing a song all mad wrong mm-hmm. and loud like they don't even know the words and you're just like going off with the show I'm like come on lady I hate bitches who take pictures with the one foot up like they're about to do the moonwalk <laughs> <laughs> I hate that I hate I hate the bitches who look down at their feet in the picture I hate the Instagram videos with the uh the models when they're just standing there shaking their, their titties and shit. Me personally, I, I love yeah. titties, but like the Instagram models and stuff that do it, like on purpose. Yeah, I don't like that shit. It's always world stars like, too. And then they're like, "Why are you so thirsty in my comments? Why are you advertising yeah. for water?" <laughs> what's what's another big pet peeve of mine? Uh, Front lace. I'm trying to think. <clears throat> All right, you oh. know what? Actually, you know, I want to say that this is my biggest pet peeve. We all have that one homie or coworker that likes showing off when he gets around 
other people. Yo, yeah, I hate hey, that. I got a story about that, bro. Real, t- real talk. Um, uh, so I- I'll give you this 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 story. Um, so this actually happened a week ago. Um, so I got this coworker uh, that works with me, and you know he was doing a little party, little get together, whatever, whatever. And he asked me to borrow my speaker for this little party, this little get together. I was like, yeah, yeah, I'll let you borrow it, you know, whatever, whatever. Uh, I'll, I'll give you my home pod, let you, uh, you know, have a little bit of music for yourself because I'm such a nice guy. I'm from the South, right? So he invites us to this little get together. We, we roll out, we go there. And this new coworker that works with us, this guy, um, like he, he's been trying to holler at her, and he took her to lunch and asked her out to dinner and all this other shit. And like she's not feeling him, but like this motherfucker's like starting and trying hard as hell to try to get at old girl. Well, she ended up showing up at the party, right? So, anyways, we're at the we're at this little get together, this little get together, and um, yeah, he's controlling the music. Mind you, it's my speaker. He's controlling the music and the shit's like whack as fuck. And then everybody's like, yo, this shit sucks. This shit's whack. And what was he playing? Some, I don't fucking know. At first he was playing, uh, he had Young and May playing. And then he had the baby playing. And then literally it went from that to like Guns N' Roses or some bullshit. Like, hey, you gotta be consistent. Yo, I'm for sorry. real. It was like, like he went for it. Oh, so this is recent. Yeah, it's recent. So this this happened a week ago, actually. Um, mm. And by the time I went to switch the song, fucking the song Party All the Time by Eddie Murphy was playing. Now, now, I, I want y'all to hear that dynamic, okay? The right. baby mm. to Party All the Time by Eddie Murphy? Right. Yeah, that's my, yeah, that's yeah, yo, that's my shit. But, like, if this is a party, nah. You know what I mean? So I'm switching the song. And then I just hear this dude yell, like, yo, don't fucking touch the music. So I'm like, what? Hold on. I look up. And I was like, I know this motherfucker ain't talking to me. Because anybody that works with me knows I don't play that shit. You know what I mean? Like, like I'm a different breed. You know, a lot of people approach me with caution, but they also know I'm, like, the nicest person ever, and I don't fuck with nobody. Uh-huh. So I was like, all right, whatever. And then I hit the song again, and he was like, Yo, don't touch the fucking music, just like that. So I looked at my my other homie that I, that that I rode there with, and I was like, "Yo, is this nigga drunk? Did he try to talk to me like that?" I was like, "All right." So I go, "Hey, man, you know, very respectfully, because it was his house." I said, "Hey, yo," and I and, and mind you, he was drunk. I was not. I said, "All right, man, yo, I'm gonna be real with you. It's your house, you can control the music, do whatever you would fuck want to do." But yo, don't fucking talk to me like that. That's what I told him. Just like that. Exactly like that. I said, look, I don't disrespect I ain't disrespect you. I ain't cussing you. Don't fucking talk to me like that. Don't just don't do that. Because I ain't, you know. That's what I told him. So mind you, after saying that what I said, he looks up and looks over my shoulder. And I and I know exactly who's standing on behind me over my shoulder. That, that fucking chick that he, that he sprung off, right? So I was like, yo, this nigga's about to flex. So you know what this motherfucker does? 
This what? motherfucker walks from where he was to my face. Right? And mind you, like, I'm going to let you know, it was about a good 10, about, about a good 5 to 10 steps to get to where the fuck I was. And he goes, don't fucking touch the music. Now, <clears throat> Daniel, you've, you've known me my whole life on this earth. Absolutely. And you know how I can get. Yes. Especially if I'm sober and I get provoked. When I'm drunk, it's a little different. It's, I'm a wild card when I'm drunk. But when I'm sober and I'm stable mind and that switch flips, dog. So I was like, I know this nigga stunting for this bitch, right? <clears throat> but I snapped on him. Like, I snapped. It took three motherfuckers to pull me back. Three motherfuckers to pull me back. And I'm going to tell you, all this shit was going on, whatever, whatever. And then uh, I'm like, I, I come to, because I blacked out a little bit, because, you know, ain't no nigga going to talk to me like that. I blacked out a little bit. And then uh, I come to, and then as I come to, I'm like, all right, fuck it. Um, let's just gather my shit. Let's get up out of here. <laughs> all right, so we gather, we gather my shit, and we're getting ready to leave. And I have my, my speaker in my hand, and then he says something else, right? And after he said something else, this is how you know that I was super pissed off. I had no regard for my own shit. I do my speaker. On my, <laughs> I do my speaker on the ground. Expensive, like what the home pods, like what three three hundred fifty dollars speaker or some shit. Three hundred dollars. Yeah. Yeah. Like I do my speaker on the ground. I went charging at this nigga dog. But then we got put out the party or whatever. Whatever. We left. And then all I remember is the next day when I went to work. Everybody who was there was fucking terrified of me. Wow. <laughs> was like, yo, like it was a mixed bag, man. Like 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 the folks who didn't understand me or didn't like the, the <laughs> folks trying to understand me now. Yeah. Like the folks who didn't really understand me at first or like they just thought that Mark was cool, whatever, whatever. Like it was a mixed bag because half the folks was like, yo, like I, I don't I don't want to piss him off. I, I could walk up to somebody. Hey, man, let me borrow that pen. Yeah, you want these? You want the whole pack? Yeah, like, that's how it was the next day. And then so. the, there was the other the other half of the folks was just like, "Yo, Mark, you, you that nigga standoff." Yeah, there was a little standoff. In oh. there. there was some of them. I was like, "Yo, Mark, you that nigga? That's my dog right there." If I ever get into some trouble, I'm gonna have you know. It was it was just, it was weird, yo. But I got a question. Do uh, what's the saying? that y'all have that only people close to you would know that saying it in a regular conversation is just a regular conversation but like hearing it in a different tone you don't even have to be next to that person to know like okay something's about to happen okay so my saying that I always say is so is that how you feel (laughs) (laughs) yeah that's what I'm talking about exactly so when I say so is that how you feel Everybody knows. Let's go ahead and build a wall around Digger before this turns out to be the bull in the china shop. Yeah. So, like, I barely have to use these situations, more? but if anybody hear me say, so that's how you really feel, or so that's how you feel, it's on site. <laughs> like, for me, <clears throat> for me, it's, 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 
it's more so not a saying. It's 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 like my mannerisms, right? No, I can tell you what Mark's saying is. What? what? Oh, I got this. Red saying is, I know this nigga didn't. <laughs> yeah. So so like for me, I have a couple of things. So like like that's one. Like I know this motherfucker. Like if I say something like. If I start talking fast, I'm like, oh, this motherfucker right here, or something like that. Or if I put my words together, like, oh, I know this nigga right here, and, and I start speaking fast, that's because, like, I'm trying to piece the shit together in my mind that I am about to do something. Mm-hmm. To you know what I mean? Like, but for me, mm-hmm. it's more so my mannerisms, because, like, in my mannerisms, if you see me adjusting my clothes, I'm adjusting mm-hmm. my clothes to make sure that, okay, you know, I want to make sure that if I swing, my yeah. arm ain't going to get caught in my shirt or some shit. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to make sure that when I swing, that my necklace is tucked in so that motherfucker don't pop. You know, that, right. like if you see me adjusting my clothes and, and my homeboy who was there, who who, who broke it up, he that, that's, that's what, that was his cue. Because he was like, yo, I saw you bad. He said, I saw you bad in your chest. And I was bad in my chest because mm. I was trying to move my chain. <laughs> mm. So it's just it's just how it is, I, you know. I think I got I think I got two sayings. That you hear me say? So what you saying? Because <laughs> you want to confirm, right? <laughs> yeah, that's a red I was flag. About to say Ronaldo's is repeat yourself. <laughs> so what yeah, you yeah. saying and repeat yourself is down the line. Oh, if you hear me say, pardon me? <laughs> well, that's the Southern gentleman in all of us. Yeah, but if you, what you hear, if what you hear me say, pardon me, it done already went too far. Like, you done said it. <laughs> or the, the other one is, you said that to say what? <laughs> Hell yeah. You know, that's like, they're calm, but it's like, I want to make sure I heard it make right. Make sure that I'm not misconstruing the situation. Yeah. Yeah, but if you see my little fat hand with that pointer finger and that thumb up, and I'm waving that shit, <laughs> somebody better go start the car. <laughs> like I'm, <laughs> but I think the most dangerous people are the ones who don't say anything. That's a fact, man. <laughs> see, I don't say anything, but when it comes to a certain point, that's when I'm like, "Yo, you said that to say what?" Like we. I'm still calm, but I'm giving you a chance to back out. We have a homeboy named Rich, right? We we had a house party at the time, right? Mm-hmm. And I know Rich's mannerisms. So there was this one guy mm-hmm. getting out of pocket, you know, yelling at the house guests because the house was marked, you know, in cliffs, yeah. right? Mark Cliffs and Rich. Mm-hmm. When you finish, Daniel, I'm going to tell you what Rich is saying is. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so I can remember the three instances is- he said this shit. Okay, let me finish the story first. So what ended up happening is Rich, he was arguing with this guy, you know, at the house party, right? So Rich is just like, okay, cool. So he walks away for a quick second. And then all of a sudden, I see him like speed walking. The rich speed walking, that means trouble. So we all know I'm 6'6". And at the time, I was 6'6", 280, right? Rich takes one hand palms my chest and shoves me out the way and I went flying like a rag doll. This is no bullshit. Mark, but Rich is stocky though, man. Like, but, but Mark, fuck. you remember that incident, right? Yeah, but Rich is stocky and, and Rich can probably bench like three or four, like, like maybe four or five hundred easy. Like, like right. he's, he's super stocky. Like, but 
literally, he put one hand on my chest and palmed me out the way. And I'm on the ground tumbling like a tumbleweed. Seriously. I remember. I look up and Rich tosses this guy outside the house. Yo, Rich is, Rich is funny because he said, because his, his, Rich is saying, and whenever he says, says this, I knew some shit's about to go down. And the only reason why I knew some shit's about to go down, because he said this, um, he said this during the party. He said this in Vegas. And he said this on a couple other instances. Like when Rich is about to do something, his saying is, okay, now look. <laughs> when he hits when he you with that, okay, now look. Right? And his tone changes, like, like you know. Like when we was in Vegas, and then he was arguing with a uh, with our other homeboy, and Rich said, yeah. "Rich was like, okay, now look." And I was like, "Oh shit!" <laughs> like, Rich, like I, I think Man. another thing for me that I do is, is like, because I, I kind of do the same thing. I'm like, "Yo, hold up now," like because I'm just trying to assess the situation. So I'm like, oh, okay, hold up now. And then I will end up doing what else would I do? I'll, I'll end up uh, kind of warning you and telling you, okay, all right, hold up now. I ain't going to be doing two more of those now. <laughs> we got to let them know, like, hey, ain't gonna be too much, ain't going to be too many more of, uh, of them going on right now. I think the worst thing you can ever hear me say is, everything is cool. I'll be right back. <laughs> Let me just go to the trunk real fast. No, I'm just trying to go find me a little corner just to mentally prepare myself. And then, you know, whatever happens after that, that's it. Let me, let me say one story. One time we went, me and um, me, Red, um, me, Red, Ronaldo, and a few other people went clubbing, right? So, yo, I think one of y'all should uh, text Ronaldo and make sure he didn't. No, no, I already got him. He couldn't get in because he doesn't have internet where he's at right now. And he couldn't log out. Okay. So shout out to okay. Ronaldo. But this is a true story. <clears throat> and Red, I know you remember this because we all ran like bitches. <laughs> but um, so we we went to Waffle House across the street from this um place called the Plex, right? Yeah. So everybody, right. you know, so we're in the back of the parking lot, and you know, I forget who's talking shit, but they're talking shit to Plex. Yeah, they're say what? Who's the, oh, Plex? the Plex? Used to be a night spot that was pretty dope. It used to be an old movie theater, right? And they Where? um on aviation. Oh, the Plex. Yeah, the Plex. But and they turned it into something else. What, what would they turn it to after that? Oh, right now it's a business complex. <laughs> yeah, but I know the Plex. Yeah, I but know it the used Plex. to be the old. They had movie. all that glass. It used to be the. Yeah, it was aviation. It used to be the old movie theater, but this is the premise yeah. of the club. I've never actually. Went there. I've never. But actually this is went the premise there. of the club that was so dope. One side, they, you know, broke the walls down with the mediators, and they made it like, you know, a club club. The other side was yeah. like a country western saloon type club where they had, you know. Yeah, that's why I there, because I always remember them having country. Yeah, they, they had like the mechanical bull and the country music and the line dancing and shit. And the other side was just like, you know, a dope ass night spot. So we went, you know, we all left. So on, so on. So there was an argument in the back of the, you know, Waffle House, right? Oh yeah. And there was this guy, you know, just saying like, "Say it again." And the guy kept on saying, "You know, use a bitch, use a hoe, woo woo woo," right? And the guy just said, "I," right. 
and just walks to his trunk so nonchalantly, opens it and pulls out an AK-47. Yeah. Now, when I say I have never cleared a parking lot so fast in my life, and I wasn't even driving. Let me let me, yo, t- let me tell you because I was like up front and personal with that shit because like these these were niggas that we went to school with. Like um, I don't know if you remember like the them, them cats from Sheep Island. Oh yeah, yeah these were the Sheep Island. These were the Sheep Island niggas that did this. So. I ain't gonna name no names just because they listen. I ain't trying to get fucked up. But um <laughs> just these Sheep Island dudes. I was out there, um I was out there. Sheep Island niggas know they was bad. Oh, yeah. shit. So I was out there and I was talking to uh we had went across the street and I had saw uh what's that boy named Johnny. That's all right. uh, that's all I'll say. I, I went out there, we talked to Johnny, and then that's when the shit Popped off and they were about to fight, and then old boy pulled that AK out. I was standing right next to Johnny when that happened. I was like, Ah, yeah, I'm about to head out. You can keep that. And then I forgot whose car I jumped in, and then we went right to that gas station. Yeah, that shit so... was wild. Oh, shit, we lost two guns. Shout out to two guns. Shout out to two guns. Nine times I said his phone died. Well, but, um, what was I say? Man, it's been a minute since I've been on this joint, though. Yeah, man. It's, the last time you were on the show, we were talking about, um, what's it called? Summer tracks. Yeah, that was like that was May-ish. Yeah, that was like May. That was the summer. But, um, yeah, let's go ahead and cut this to a close, unless you still want to talk. Um, I got about five more minutes. Five minutes. No problem, no problem. So, with this being the holidays, what are your plans for the holidays? I mean, not much. We go to head down to VA. Yeah. Next weekend, as a matter of fact. Yeah. Be down the, head down to VA. So I'll be in the DC area, DC, in the uh, Richmond area. Do a little traveling. I ain't going to do right, much. Right. Too broke to buy presents. I'm just joking. <laughs> you know what's funny, though? This will be the first time that. You, mom, dad, Danielle, and I have been in the same spot, and Lord knows how long. Because I can't even remember the last time all five of us were in the same spot. Uh, that is a fact. Can you remember the last time all five of us were in the same spot? Uh, Didn't think was, so. <laughs> was it, I don't think it was a good situation that we were all in the same spot, but I think we were. Didn't we no, all go I'm, to Texas together? No, dad wasn't there. Oh, yeah, that's correct. Like I said, uh, I remember the last time it was me, you, Mom, and Danielle. That's when, right before Grandma died. But I can't remember the last time all five of us were together. Yeah, it's been some time. So, <clears throat> but, you know, with this being a holiday show, I always have my, you know, guests tell one holiday memory that they enjoy, one holiday story. Uh, Did, did I tell the story of... um? You know, since we, we were talking about it earlier, I don't know what holiday story I told last time. But did we tell a holiday story of, of well, I, I'll say this. One of my fondest holiday memories was when I got the Blackout album, Method Man and Red Man, and we went to Julie's house with Lee. And Lee Madison. <laughs> with Lee. 
And then I don't, I don't know remember what we did after that, but we went to uh, out there with Lee. But um, and you know the bad part about when Lee came. Oh, the power kept going out in the house. The power, yeah. You want to go ahead and tell that story, or? Yeah, we went out there. Going back to to Julie, we already talked about it earlier in, in her right, right. Crazy ass household. Um, but we went out there. We had Lee with us. It was me, Adam, and Lee, Daniel. Lee got to see how racist the dog was too. <laughs> yeah, Lee got to see how racist the dog was. We went out there. I forgot where we went out there. I don't know if we were playing. No, like, we just went movie out. Or no, we went out there because Julie had us Christmas presents. Oh yeah, we went out to grab the Christmas presents. And I just remember that when we walked into the room, into the living room, the parents was watching that '70s show. And they were laughing so fucking loud. Like, it was the funniest thing in the world. And I was like, yo, this is a little off. And then all of a sudden, the power went out. And then everybody freaks the fuck out. Because I I remember exactly where we were when the power went out. It was me, Anna, Lee, and Adam sitting on the stairs. You were, like, not on the stairs, but like in the foyer where the living room yeah. met the um where the living room met the stairway. And Adam was like literally sitting down like on a beanbag chair. Yeah, and then the dad I just remember the dad yelling. Everybody shut the fuck up. Cause the power went out. <laughs> they were weird, yo. I'm not even gonna lie, that's fucking weird. And that's the day I got Adam a $25 seatbelt ticket because um, I didn't have my seatbelt on when we were on the way to Unthing, to Julie's house. But you, you know, now that I think about it, there's one question that I have to ask. What's up? Why was Lee with us? Because he was just chilling. Remember, he was just chilling at the house with us. Okay. And then yeah, we was all about sense. to go. He was like, yeah, I'll ride with y'all. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, right. yeah, that makes hella sense. Yeah, but um, yeah, man. Like, I want to say one of my best holiday memories with you involved. This is another Christmas we went to the Spurner's house because that's the night we went to go see Any Given Sunday. Yeah, but um, it was me, Mark, Adam. And it was just us. We went to go to the Spurner's house because, again, they had Christmas presents for us. Man, we were shitty as friends because we never bought them shit. <laughs> we did not. Yeah, we were shitty as friends. But we went over there, and after we left their house, we went to Ye Old Fashion to go eat before we went to go see Any Given Sunday. But the vibe of that day was just, like, so cool because I remember... um that's the year I got Lil Italy's On Top of the World CD. Because I remember when we got home, I would just sit there and I, I played Badussi for like three straight hours. <laughs> so. When you think about it, I mean, that was a good song, but it was a terrible song. It was a, <laughs> what it they was say, a good song, but it was, but it was terrible. <laughs> Wait, what they say on um, Coming to America? That, that boy, good. Yeah, good and terrible. That was <laughs> that song. <laughs> It was a good no. I, I, that's actually one of my favorite songs. I like that song, but it was a it the was premise bad. was terrible. <laughs> <laughs> that's on that um, show. Good terrible songs. No, I'm joking. 
I mean, whenever the next show is, man, if I got the time, we can, uh, I'd like to get another one in before Christmas. Dig it, dig it. But Red, you've been a great host, man. I need you to do basically closing notes. Well, you know, once again, like I said, sorry I was a little late. Have some stuff going on. And you know, and to be honest with you, I I just got, you know, since it's been a while since I've been on. Yeah. When I, uh, I bought a new phone like a month, uh, like two months ago. Got the new iPhone, and when I went to log on, like I never, I I didn't log, I, I couldn't log on to the app because simply because um, you know it was, an, it was the first time I was logging on to the app in this phone, and then you know, my password was all effed up. So that was like my realization. I was like, yeah, man, it's been it's it's been too long since I've done a show. Right, right. So right. definitely try to get another show in there. But uh oh, yeah. Yeah, it's always cut, fun. Yeah, if you got tomorrow night, man, I got you in. Uh and we I can actually know. get a we can actually get a premise and shit going. Actually any night is good because I'm out of work. I'm I'm out of work for a month. Word, word. I mean yeah, we'll, we'll figure something out. I had to burn vacation time, man, and Yeah, we'll figure something out. But right, uh so. yeah, thanks for having me. It's always fun. I definitely want to get a, another show in before Christmas. Dig it, dig it. Uh, shout out to Two Guns, even though his phone probably died. Right, right, right. So I'm going to do my holiday shout outs as well. More holiday closing notes. And this is how I've been closing the show during the holidays. The holidays are times for situational depression or just depression in general. If you know somebody who needs an ear to listen to or someone to talk to, please contact them please send a phone call out a text message saying hey are you doing good are you okay it only takes a few minutes a few seconds if you're doing a text message just check on people at this time of the year man situational depression is real holiday depression is real and it happens this time of year also what i want to go ahead and do is instagram page c faults 23 her daughter's birthday is tomorrow. I want to say happy birthday to the princess. Other than that, Red, you got anything else closing? Damn, this nigga signed out before anything. Oh, no, 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 no. I, I had a call coming in. No, oh, but I just thanks for, uh, thanks for having me. Uh, I'll holler at y'all uh, before the holidays. Yeah, and you know, this my platform is your platform, homie. Word. Word. So other than that, We'll catch you later. Later, man. I holla.